You're listening to Malka Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. And at uh, that time uh, where we find ourselves in the company of uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maiza, who is a Medina University graduate. He is an alim. He is also a, an astute businessman, a motivational uh, speaker that appears on many platforms. And Alhamdulillah, you know, gives a lot of lectures on uh, different uh, Jumma uh, platforms. Also, Sheikh Shoaib Maiza, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, Jazakallah khair for joining us on the Pertinence of Punctuated. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my uh, beloved brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and uh, all the dear listeners of Markaz al-Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah and Jamaah. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. Allah Ta'ala is still blessing us. And we always say, as long as you still got life, you still got a lease in life where you can go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and repent from all, for all your shortcomings. And that could be done by yourself and even myself, I can do that. But the moment the eyes are closed, it means that the chapter is going to an end. So only what we sow is what we're going to reap. So as long as we are alive, we can still sow something and go back to Allah and say, Allah, pardon me from all my mistakes and inshallah live a good life thereafter, Shaf. Uh, a good point indeed, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, and our topic uh, this evening, uh, protect ourselves uh, from uh, addiction. Yeah, talking about addiction, our souls is a very important thing. And our soul, the soul food is uh, the spiritual food, which, uh, you know, uh, uh, quenches the appetite of our souls. So, uh, you know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, perhaps we need to do some introspection uh, this evening and perhaps I would like to start off, uh, do we preach to others things that we do not implement? You know, generally there is a sickness amongst human beings. They say, ah, you must do this and you must be like this and you must be punctual. But you notice that they, not, they do not practice what they preach. And uh, that is, uh, how would you sum that up? You know, individuals preaching but not practicing what they preach. What would you put that down to, Sheikh Shweb Maida? You know, Shaf, there's quite a lot of those issues around where you say, do as I say, but not as I do, you know, which is actually definitely not as part of the deen because we are actually uh, the role models. We are the best uh, generation that Allah has created with one sole purpose that is going to enjoy uh, what is good and also forbid what is wrong and our faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, uh, and then Allah ta'ala has mentioned about that, you know, it's kind of a mockery, and Allah ta'ala mocks us back. He says, أَتَعْمُرُونَ بِالنَّاسَ بِالْبِرِّ وَأَنْتُمْ وَتَنْسَوْنَ أَنْفُسَكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ تَتْرُونَ الْكِتَابَ أَفَلَا تَعْقِرُونَ He said, are you enjoining people to do good, and yet forgetting your own self, and yet you are reading the book, which is the Qur'an al-Kareem, and actually supporting evidence with the Sunnah, of Nabi Muhammad and yet you do not practice upon it. Do you really have brains? Do you have sense in what you're saying? You know, so the same as I said is the virtue of saying do as I say, but not as I do, which is actually not we should be doing as Muslims. We are the role models. You know, you remember if you talk about us having Nabi Sallam, when they went to Dawah at the very first ages, they did not go door by door preaching about the word of Allah Ta'ala. But actually, they practiced upon they practiced upon all the teachings that the Quran brought to us as the best of character, and through 
observation of those characteristics that people saw from outside. That's when actually they admired the people that were that took the kanima, and they said, "Wow, uh, you guys are totally different from us. I mean, your behavior is totally uh, pure and uh, unlike us." Where if we sit together about 10, five people for about an hour, next thing they'll be fighting and argument and somebody will be running running wild. And yet you people, you can sit more than hundreds and you're doing one thing. And actually you are sorted and there's no issues about that. You know, which actually comes back to where Allah says, You know, when it comes to the remembrance of Allah's pointer, the zikr of Allah's pointer, whether a million, a thousand, actually it gives heart satisfaction, Shaf. So as you said, definitely there is uh, an ayah to that extent that we should not actually join people uh, what is good and forget our own selves practicing about what we're doing because it does not make up sense, it does not add up, Shaf. No, absolutely, Sheikh Shoemaida. And, you know, whilst you're talking, and I was thinking deeply that, uh, you know, when we as insan, uh, when we give in to temptation, then uh, we become the P-R-E-Y uh, of a shaitan because then he starts working on us because as soon as we, uh, you know, we give in to our nafs, we, we're gone, Sheikh Shoemaida. we actually gone into the deep end and uh, the shaitan, uh, he starts running a mock with us, uh, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, Chef. There's a lot of uh, greed uh, that uh, comes in this world, you know, from women uh, to actually the gadgets and uh, everything that you see actually comes with greed. And Shaitan actually comes, actually lures you and says, you can't get all that. You can't have all that without even hustling. There's different ways of you getting that. And the moment you give in to temptation, definitely, Chef, as you said, Shaitan becomes you actually your, your, what do we say, right-hand man. Because actually your temptation that your heart is desiring, Shaitan will give you the ways on how to actually achieve that and acquire what you're looking for. Even if it means uh, by wrong ways, by hook or by crook, you'll be able to get where you want to be. And which is, shouldn't be actually a life of a Muslim. You know, you must remember for us Muslims, we're here for a purpose. You know, this is not our home to stay. You know, uh, Anabi has taught us in the, in the tradition to say, Adunia kafir. To say this dunya we're living in is actually like a jail sentence for a believer and jannah for an unbeliever. So we should uh, avoid all costs, you know, all temptations because shaitan becomes a role model that draws that, that, that draws your mind towards getting all those issues. And then yet shaitan, you must remember, shaitan is our worst enemy, you know. Allah has mentioned to us in the Quran, inna shaitan alakum aduun adua, to say shaitan to you is an enemy, so treat him. That's actually a kind of treatment that you could treat your waste enemy. You know, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Look at our father Adam and our mother Wa. You know, they stayed in Jannah, they were happy and everything was going on well for them. Yes, there was a process, we remember that I did mention, that you wanted to actually bring about a Khalifa on earth. But I mean, look at the channel of coming to earth. Who caused it? You know, it was Shaitan actually that played around. Adam, Ali, Salat, Wasalam, and misled him. And when he was mis- misled, he found himself wandering about in Jannah naked, no clothing. You know, they were looking about, looking for uh, leaves to cover themselves. And I mean, this is actually uh, literally undressing our parents. 
So, I mean, the one that addresses your parents, you cannot forge a partnership and friendship with that. That's why Allah says, I give a covenant to you, the children of Adam, that you do not worship the devil. Because to you is the greatest enemy. And I mean, if you look at this pattern of undressing our parents, it definitely shows that you cannot trust Shaitan and you cannot uh, forge partnership with him. Because definitely, if he did undress our parents, he will also humiliate us. Oh, Sheikh Shaim Maida, you're bringing a very powerful topic there, talking about Iblisi and talking about Shaitan. And you know how fortunate we are as a Muslims that in the house of Islam, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite mercy, he's inspired us as Muslims to go for Hajj. And we go to Hajj there to purely please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then here we have the Shaitani Brigade from all over the world. But they go to a special place called Las Vegas. And there they go one purpose only, to go and sin. And, you know, they say there's a lot of crime that takes place there, gambling, people committing suicide, and the sin, they think of any sin, they are perpetrating it there solely for the purpose of sinning. Talk to me about that phenomena, Sheikh Shweb, the one end when you find yeah, people you know, are, uh, going towards Makkah, Mukarrama, and uh, there they're going to please, and yeah, migrating towards or flying by the millions towards sinning, Sheikh Maida. You know, Shav, there's quite a big difference when you look into that. I mean, what happens in Vegas remains in Vegas. And what happens in Makkah, you come back as a pure-born baby. So, I mean, these are two different aspects in life. So, now, as you're saying, yes, these people are actually in our Ummah too, that are going all the way. I mean, they'll take the children to the Disney World and grace of that. And, I mean, there's no place where they'll read Torah. I mean, they'll go... For uh, for purely entertainment and that's the entertainment that's like a big design by shaitan and our silly shaitanic entertainment because all that designed all that kind of entertainment are not Muslims you know the people that want actually to uh, get your mind off uh, your Creator loves not and just do what you can see in your eyes as the greeter that this world brings up. And yet when you go to Makkah or Medina, take your children, take your families for Umrah, spend two weeks in uh, in Saudi Arabia, one week in Makkah, one week in Medina. I mean, that will make a big difference and like, you enjoy it. You know, you never know. Wherever you step around, you'll be putting your footsteps where uh, our Nabi did put his footsteps, which is Barak as well. But I mean, we avoid all those kind of aspects because we want to go uh, rub hands with the big shaitanis that are called uh, uh, the so-called uh, celebrities, you know, that they've created, you know, as role models that can deviate you. And I mean, when uh, you find people and they see them walking around, they'll run actually to take selfies with them and send him back home, see who I'm rubbing shoulders with. But those means nothing. I mean, those people don't know. Uh, they don't even have Tahara. They don't know how to make Udu. And you're sending pictures all over the world for people to see which shaitan you're rubbing shoulders with. Astaghfirullah. I mean, we need to move back uh, from this kind of actually uh, thoughts, uh, this kind of thinking. You know, I was just saying the other day in the Masjid stuff, you know, you look at today's life, you know, things are going so tight and so tough. And uh, we go out sometimes, we go spend 25 grand for three nights to go in a hotel to refresh our minds. Alhamdulillah, you can go do that. But at the same time, there's other people around.
around us that cannot pay lights and water. The children cannot be in school because the school fees is not paid. And it's not even a lot of money. And there's no school materials for them. And yet we go below 25 grand in actually in three nights. And plus food and, uh, and the rest of that that we want to do around you look about 30, 35 grand. Yet somebody around, they got nothing. And actually they literally suffering. I mean, this is the kind of mentality we have today where we don't look back. You know, you remember Anabi Sassalam did mention in his uh, final khutbah, he did say, He says, the weak among us, you are the poor among us, you are the feeble among us, you are very strong by me until we actually reach them out with the rights, which is like in, uh, in charity and also if we can reach to them so that they can survive as well, they can make a living. I mean, that is what the Quran is teaching us. But unfortunately, we've come to the point where we don't care about anybody. We care about ourselves and only ourselves. And I mean, uh, this dunya has gone so good that uh, we're forgetting that there is. It was in Akhir, as Allah has mentioned, simply is because, you know, you are in love with the world and whatsoever greater it brings with. And yet, when it comes to Akhir, you've forgotten about it completely, Shaf. Yeah, you make a good point there, Sheikh Shoy Maida. And, you know, you really look at the world, you know, it's, it's being captured by uh, so much of uh, the deception of uh, shaitan. Uh, you know, you're getting this technology. You find uh, many other things happening. Uh, the world governments, uh, the people that are in position of power, are people that are, you know, not worth the salt, or people that are, you know, circularists uh, that don't even believe in divine decree. They feel that uh, they are a God-given gift uh, to mankind. And then, you know, many have said that these people that are in the world are changing uh, the, the the conditions of uh, the laws of uh, the creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, he said that created man and woman, uh, you know, for specific uh, conditions, men are a degree, uh, you know, higher because of the muscular strength. The men are the ones that protect the women folk. Uh, men are the ones that go out and earn a living. And the uh, woman, she's the queen of the castle, so she brings up the children and they say the children are reared in the laps of the mothers but with this new world disorder it seems as if the responsibility even when they're giving jobs they give women more uh, work than men and men feel you know generally men are feeling helpless and in many cases useless uh, what's your thoughts on that are we a bit too strong here uh, Chef, it's actually exactly what is happening. As you said, these forces that have been working uh, tirelessly just to make sure that, you know, our faith is being disrupted. You know, we've got those issues, like, you know, we did speak about it once in a while as well with, uh, we've got the so-called open mosque and there's imam there that actually talks his own stuff. And even one day I was listening to the conversation between uh, one imam with uh, actually a journalist on uh, SABC one evening and actually... What he said, and like a journalist actually asked him a question that he couldn't answer properly. You know, just a misrepresentation. You know, there's no misrepresentation. You know, certain aspects of life, as we said, you know, our dean is straightforward. And we cannot change our dean just to suit any human needs. You know, our dean must be practiced as it is. We cannot deviate. 
just because we want to make uh, this one happy and that one happy. As you said, Shashab, you know, we didn't mention an example. If Adam Salam was married to Ibrahim, definitely they wouldn't be on me today. I mean, it could have been two people that are dirty and nasty, and at the end of the day, there's no uh, regeneration of human beings, and the wherever they ended, they're going to end there as nobody thereafter. And that's the reason why Allah created Adam, then gave him uh, Hawa alayhi salatu wasalam, just simply the reproduction of the human race. And I, I mean, this makes sense. You know, and then the third part is to go do and that a little bit. You find uh, they get married, and uh, in the marriage, you find somebody wants to be a she in the marriage, and yet they're all males. You know, this is all just insane. If you look at it, it's totally insane. So, yeah, I mean, we need to come back as Muslims. You know, our deen is straightforward. You know, only as followers, we can be the one that goes left, right, center. But our deen never deviates, never misleads us. So, let's actually practice our deen the same way we have to practice it and stop worrying about this word and whatsoever it is. As you said, Sharp, it is a concern. You know, if the wife is waking only and the husband is sitting at home, nothing, and I mean she becomes the boss in the house, and uh, you find some women, actually, that their characters goes worse when they're waking. When they come back home, they want to be bossy, and the husband can't say anything because, look, I'm bringing the food on the table. You're just sitting and doing nothing. You know, you find those kind of situations, and you find, as you said, people commit suicide because, I mean, you're sitting, you're helpless, and also uh, supposed to be called your partner, the thing now because uh, the earning a living, the better than you in every aspect, which means weakening you as a man. And really these things have to be actually looked into in a different light at all together. We are supposed to be supporting one another. So if the woman is working and is earning well, support your husband and live a happy life, but do not throw it in the faces to show that they're weaker or they're useless just because you've been given a job. In that itself, there's a test. From Allah to see what is your position. Are you still going to maintain your status as a woman where you respect your husband and respect your kids in the house, or you are going to be a boss and think you know it all and you're in charge, you're in control of everything? You know, this is actually a way we should be avoiding. And that's why you see some ladies calling upon to be imams in the masjid, they want to start and give lectures, and thereafter they must lead salah. I mean, imagine Shab, the whole group of congregation reading behind a woman, reading in front of Allah. I mean, what a disaster. So yes, let's see what the deen brings to us, and I mean, let's follow uh, the proper procedures that Allah has given us as Muslims, where a man has got an upper hand in certain aspects when he comes to ibadat and the rest of that. I mean, there is a good reason why Allah has chosen that. So let's not perpetrate uh, the rules of Allah's wanted just to suit us or actually to find ourselves suiting into this new modern world that is that is in today. Remember, whether you're in a new modern world, your life span is still the same as how Allah put it together. So before we end up being on the wrong side and we die while on the wrong side, let's revert back and pull back and look at the basics of our deen and practice it as it was given to us by Allah Ta'ala and uh, explained to us totally by our Nabi Sallallahu and followed by his companions and everybody that followed after that shaft. Yeah, absolutely, Sheikh Shui Maida. And, you know, we're looking at ourselves and, uh, you know, we're keeping in theme with of our, of our topic about our soul that, uh, you know, protect our souls uh, from uh, addiction. And, uh, you know, the addiction of this dunya, perhaps what it does uh, to individuals, it turns them... You know, it brings out an, a very animalistic instinct. Instead of being a docile or a good shepherd of the flock, uh, you know, as a father or as, a, you know, a, a family member, uh, instead of being 
a, you know, a humble, good uh, shepherd. This programming that we get from uh, this uh, new world disorder is perhaps you turning that shepherd into a wolf. You know, he becomes a danger to his own family members or becomes a danger to his own society. Perhaps a, a little on that uh, phenomena, Sheikh Maida. Is it, Chef, uh, this new world order that we're sitting and facing makes you become a danger to yourself? You know, that's where it has the most. You remember, it says, if you cannot love yourself enough, you'll never be able to love the next person. So it brings you where you become a danger to yourself, where you start doubting yourself at all the times, where you feel you have to actually uh, to prove to the site and prove to yourself that you're better than the next person, you're better than anybody else. And this is where it starts going wrong because that kind of attitude, shaitan comes and sits in you. Whereby to do, you can you cannot do, or they cannot do, you must, you must jump on them, you must do this, which is not actually right for us to be. As Muslims, we need to go back, shall revert back. You know, Allah will never change our conditions until we change ourselves, our own conditions. If it's for the better, we get the best. It's for the worst, we get something equivalent to that. So we need actually to be reverting back. And the main aspect that actually helps us from doing things right, say we need to actually to be appreciating Allah that is giving us life and we wake up in the morning, we can breathe in, we can breathe out. And that way Allah is going to reward us and actually give us more. As he said, وَلَا إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَا إِنْ كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ أَذَابِ لَشَدِيدٍ You know, he says, if you make shukar, you show appreciation to whatsoever I'm actually bestowing you upon, then I'm going to increase you in uh, lifespan, in uh, sustenance, and everything good that you want in life. But if you go into a state of actually disobedience and you think you would know better than Lauta, we can change rules to suit ourselves and be greater, then there's a condition that is going to come to face us off with that change of the nature that Allah has given us to live in so that we can turn and face uh, the calamity that I can bring forward. You know, Shaf, give an example. We are talking the other day that, you know, we've seen all the science clearly. I remember you brought a good topic of looking through the science. You know, we had the floods that we've seen happening, and then we had the looting that we've seen, and then we had uh, recently that uh, warm, uh, windy uh, situation where the wind was blowing and with hot air on, and that was in the night as well. So it's showing us that, you know, if we go into sinning at all the times and thinking it's right, and, you know, not desisting, Allah can just change our condition within a day. You know, like that, that, that hot air that was blowing, if it blew for at least given another five, six hours, the end result is uh, most of the oxygen that we're breathing in could have dried out. And the result is, you know, also ever lived after that, they could live a life where, I mean, uh, you become like a cabbage because you be, your body has been deprived of oxygen and now you are actually running on autopilot with the carbon dioxide, which actually will move you to go in, insane or anything else can happen. But Allah Ta'ala preserved us, just showed us, this is what I can do. So this all caused for us to be coming back to say, you know, let's not uh, actually be deceived by the, this uh, world and always greet us and do not let the chief deceiver, which is Shaitan, to defeat to deceive us from the way and the path of Allah Ta'ala Shaf. Absolutely, Sheikh Maida, and uh, you know, the ability to be well behaved uh, with uh, the family, the relatives, the neighbors, uh, with everyone that's around you, dealing with people in business, you know, we should be uh, simply uh, those that, that are of, 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 of the best behavior. 
Now, you know, our Prophet Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu uh, never took revenge, uh, uh, Sheikh Shuaib Maida, and uh, the, he was always uh, you know, teaching us to be good and uh, the good uh, that we get from the Quran. And it is uh, better for us to forgive and uh, then to take revenge. And uh, those that uh, forgive, uh, definitely Sheikh Shuaib Maida, uh, you know, definitely uh, 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 special people. And uh, uh, special people, they prefer others above themselves. And uh, these were the special people of, uh, look at the Ansars of, um, uh, you know, of, 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 of Medina and uh, getting up a Fajr prayer, Sheikh Shoei Maida, he's conquering, uh, the, conquering uh, the sleep, uh, which most people are addicted to. And uh, those, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, that, that practice and uh, prevent their soul from the desires, those are people that will, inshallah, attain uh, Jannah. And our anger, uh, you know, destroys us. But we should uh, be careful of our anger. We should be careful of our ego. And uh, we should not be displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We had a powerful evening with you, uh, uh, Sheikh Shuaib Maida. Perhaps your uh, thoughts and your parting words of this evening. Uh, Shab, you always come by the beautiful programs. You know, as you said, just, uh, I mean, we need to take, get rid of our egos and, uh, you know, our power of thinking that we're on top of things. You know, we must be uh, those that show a message to the other people as you said you say the other people are getting that prefer seeing other people you know coming up in life and being good and the rest of that you know that is part of the sunnah you know Allah says those that show mercy Allah show mercy upon them and this is show mercy to those on earth the one above is going to show mercy upon you this should be our goal as Muslims I mean not just a go and admin go for us Muslims that the one above the shower is mess upon us. And that will not come for free until and unless we do things right. And this is what we are there for. We are Muslims coming from the word of Allah, you know, that uh, assalam, which means we have to be peace-minded people, getting ready, you know, be on the ball all the time, knowing that any time I can close my eyes. And we must know, when you close our eyes, must close on a good path. Just touch on you know, there's nothing that gives a better feeling to a human being than to start the day with Fajr in his time. Really, Shaf, it opens your day with a lot of baraka, a lot of happiness. You see things differently. And if we can actually try and actually adapt that kind of life, Shaf, it will be very good for us. You know, sometimes we wake up our children early in the morning to study for exams, but we want to remind them in the talking of actually studying to say, there's Fajr, so they must read. We think that, Shaf, we, but we forgot in Allah, but we actually chasing this dunya so let's balance our lives within this dunya where we live in and at the same time in preparation to the world that we can see which is an akhir inshallah and we ask Allah sincerely that all of us that have said the kalim of la ilaha illallah must find ourselves under the shade of Allah ta'ala on the day where there won't be no shade except for the shade of Allah and inshallah Allah bless us all inshallah Jazakallah khair shaf Jazakallah khair Sheikh Shweb Maida absolutely uh brilliant to have you on this uh, platform and uh, Allah bless you for taking off your time and uh, giving us a lovely nasiya also Allah keep you Allah bless you and inshallah we'll talk to you uh, next week this time assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh yes uh, time for us to go for a break and when we get back Maulana Salim Karima will be joining us uh, with the topic marriage and miscarriage Let's go take a break.